Top of the day. Thank you for tuning in to Beautifully Spoken. I am Sakaya Ali, your hostess with the mostest. And on this day, we're going to be speaking on something personal and something that's more common than not. Me too. When the Me Too movement came out, I was kind of afraid to voice my opinion, to acknowledge that sexual harassment, rape was done to me too. And that's why you know, a lot of people don't come out and they're not vocal about it because they're afraid of what people may think and or say. Because we live in a world where they say, well, she must have been doing something to, you know, for that person to do this to her or she must have been wearing something skimpy for this person to do this and or she, you know she wanted it type attitudes and that is so far from the truth let me give you a, a little history about, about me I was always the girl <laughs> to do the opposite of what everyone else did I was a bit weird <laughs> To say the least, I was a bookworm. Well, I'm still a bookworm. Uh, you know, a, and also a bit of an introvert. So, I, you know, I, I was never into like the group setting and doing what everybody else was doing. You know, I knew that I had my own individuality. I knew that I had my own identity, and so I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you that it happens. Um, Growing up in an abusive family, molestation and rape happens there too. Molestation did not happen to me, but it happened to someone close to me, closer than a lot of people to me. It happened to her and I was there to witness it at a young age and it was traumatizing. Don't take lightly of the me too. Because you just do not know what it does to us to be violated. To have something taken from us against our will. To feel defenseless. To feel worthless. To feel nothing. To just be numb. I was numb almost all my 20s. I'm going to be honest with you. I was numb throughout almost all of my 20s. I got married at 21. I thought that, you know, he was he was going to be the person that I spent the rest of my life with. He wasn't. He was abusive. Children came out of the woodwork. 
He had children, you know, while being married. Come to find out the woman is, is, is pregnant. And I didn't have any children. And so, you know, we are conditioned to to accept these type this type of treatment. You know, it bothered me because I'm like, I have to make it work. It did something to my self-esteem. What happened to me? The attempted rape when I was a young child, it was attempt. It was attempted rape that was like 15 or 16. And it was by someone that I called my cousin. But he was really married. His his father was really married to my aunt. Um, but then, you know, growing up and you seeing your mom being abused and done it all types of way that does something to your mental too. You, you 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 know you think that that's the way that you're supposed to be treated that that's love because that's the only that's the only um example of love that you've ever seen and so you grow up and you think that's love and then you get in relationships and 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 the people that you get in relationships with it show you that it's not love and and you know, then you you accept abuse, and and then once you accept abuse, then your you know your self esteem is lowered, and you and you feel worthless, and you feel like you know that this is this is what this is what love looks like and feels like until you know you get out of that relationship and you get into another relationship and it's the same shit, and you know and then they beat you down, 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 down to almost a pulp. And um and, and, and your self esteem is, is shattered. And so you start accepting anything from anybody. In my marriage, I was beat so bad. I was left for dead. I lost all my bodily fluids. I had pissed on myself when I woke up, my daughter was sitting on top of me, and she was saying, Mommy, I couldn't walk. I had to scoot. I couldn't even crawl. I had to scoot to the door in attempts to scream for help. My daughter couldn't talk at the time, and I didn't know I was pregnant at that very moment. I looked myself when when the police came when I got help from a neighbor. I don't know who he is. God bless his soul. The police came and they took pictures of me. They took pictures of my daughter. And he took he left a picture with me. And he told me he said you have to live for her. Do not accept this abuse from him anymore. And at that very moment, I knew that I had to live for her. I had to live for my children. I looked in the mirror, and what I seen in the mirror was... 
who was this young 20 something year old woman I'm staring at who is she I didn't have an identity I didn't know who it was I thought if I stayed things would get better but it didn't and I took the blame I held on to that pain and I held on to that blame for years and years and years and I felt like a failure I felt worthless I didn't feel like I deserved anything better than that and so I allowed different people in my life after that there wasn't any better I had one boyfriend that was pretty cool but he was abusive to his mother and so and you know he would talk crazy to his mother and I knew that if he would talk crazy to his mother that was only a matter of time that he would also you know abuse me verbally and or physically because this guy you know he put a gun to his head and, and attempts to shoot himself when we were breaking up and so I just knew that I needed that that wasn't it right um me too I was raped I was beat and left for dead and I'm still here I'm so happy to have got it out. I don't share too much of my personal life with people. And I'm so blessed to have this opportunity to put it out there. And some may say that, you know, the Me Too was started from sexual harassment and this, this, and that. Me Too for me is like an umbrella of a lot of things. Me Too, I was raped. Me Too, I was, I was uh, abused. Me Too, I was attempted rape. Me Too, I was sexual harassed. I was sexual harassed too at work by a guy and I didn't even know what it was. You know, I just knew it wasn't right. And I um, turned to man and I was turned into a villain after that. But, you know, we have to get our stories out. Somebody say, well, how did you get through it? I'm still dealing with it. I'm still healing from it. This is a part of my healing. Taking back my mind, taking back my body, taking back my thoughts, taking back everything that was taken from me. Like you can't win. You want you won't win. I'm not just a piece of trash. I am valuable. I am powerful. 
I am strong and I'm stronger than you. And on that note, I want to say thank you. If you would love, I would love if you would love. <laughs> I'm all discombobulated, y'all. Excuse me. I would love to get messages so that I don't feel like I'm talking to myself. And even if I am talking to myself, this is, this is, um, I can, I can replay this and hear myself and, and be free. But this is freeing to me. Even if I'm not talking to anyone, I know that I got my story out. And I have healed that part of myself that 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 laid dormant for so many years. Until next time. Peace.